Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of Journey of the Road Runner. Paul here. And Adriana, how are you guys doing today? Sleep. Everybody's good out there, hopefully. Two weeks in a row, baby. <laughs> I know, we're going for a third. I um, actually, uh, and uh, Paul and I were just discussing before the show started, there's a, um, a guest we're going to have on next week, Shannon Rosea. She's, um, I believe she started Thrive Outside in... Um, it's an organization to get kids into schools to bring children to do outdoor activities. They actually just did, um, and Paul, we were talking about this in TRX. They just did, um, they collaborated with the, um, the, the Boulder Dash people and did an outdoor race, uh, an obstacle race for families. So it was, she said there could be like a pod, a family. So every start time you had to register online and everything you waited in your car basically and then went and it was like start times went like every 15 minutes I think she said and then it was like a, a pod so you could go with your family people you were close to and she said they said it went well so we're gonna get to hear from her next week and hear about what Thrive Outside is all about and what they're doing for the community and for the kids oh that sounds awesome yeah that'll be great yeah um I've definitely she's she's mentioned it a lot to me and um, I remember the last, I wanted to actually go and participate, um, volunteer for one of the races they did. And this was the, around the time I sprained my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I know. So I would have actually had a little more information about the, the organization had I been able to participate, but, um, yeah, I'm excited to hear about it and it'll be something, uh, you know, they, because they had success with the families outdoors, it kind of just showed that we can do some organized stuff, you know, while it's still warm out. And, you know, the the Tough Scrambler, the race that I did a lot and the one you did with me, this it was in May and October, and it was the yeah. middle of October that we did it. So, I mean, if you the race we did together, Paul, the Jingle 5K is December. So, you know, when you're exercising, you can stay outside and hang. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's not, it's not so bad when you're, when you're exercising in the cold. Yeah. And th- there's some days where it's like, a little warmer than others too it's not always really nasty like we've done um like you usually do your um free boot camp in january and this one year we actually went outside i remember that yeah we did yeah yeah i do remember that was like four years ago maybe five four or five years ago yeah yeah yeah, so, that's the Christmas boot camp. Yep, and we usually do it in January, right after New, like kind of mid-January, mid yeah, to end. But, I feel like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So there are some days where you can like actually like get out there, and it's not too bad. Yeah, and that I mean, I have um a kale tree. I, it's a kale tree, people. It's not a an actual plant anymore. It lasted two winters, and um this will be the third. Hopefully, I'm crossing my fingers that she makes it, and I'm I'm just gonna not do anything to her. Just like I normally uh-huh. do, I cut her down. I let her, like, I trim, trim her. I can, I'm gonna take all the kale. I got one of those um, vacuum sealers, yep. and I'm gonna vacuum seal my kale. So that's something you guys can do. Since we asked some questions for the listeners out there, um, what you can do, you know, as far as um, jarring or saving your food. And I got a vacuum sealer to try to see how that's gonna work with the kale. I have a lot of kale and. Um, you know, just try to save the vegetables, and hopefully that kale tree will make it. And that's uh, our buddy Joe and Warren actually asked us what to do with an olive tree. So for you listeners, me and Paul were kind of making some jokes before the show. <laughs> I'm like, this is about food, people, not trees. 
So I actually Googled it, and it's really complicated. So, Paul, uh, so Joe, if you're listening out there, you got to Google it, buddy. It, it went from you can you should leave it outside to a window to near a window, but cover it. And there's a lot of a lot of detail that I I cannot remember. So Google it, please. I don't want to give you false information. <laughs> <laughs> like like everything else these days, one person says one thing, and another person says right. another thing. So. <laughs> yeah, so it, it looked like that. When I started reading it, I was instantly confused. And trust me, people, if it's not simple, I, I bring my soul out. <laughs> it, it wasn't a simple answer. There's a lot of complications. So it, it, was, it was a little too much detail for uh, me to go over in the podcast. But, yeah, I mean, and it's it's – I was looking, I get the farmer's almanac email. So if anybody's looking um, to get some good gardening tips, just go on the website for the farmer's almanac and, and enter your email. They, I just read some stuff today and I, I knew like broccoli was a cold weather vegetable and Swiss chard and kale because I have those, but I didn't know spinach was. So now uh-huh. I'm going to go get more spinach plants. And it actually, you put in your zip code and it'll tell you um, what, like when to plant what. You know, from seed, it, honestly, it's, I will credit the Farmer's Almanac emails to helping me be a little bit better of a gardener this year. I really got a lot of inf- and it's easy. So you punch in your zip code and what state you're in and it, it like breaks down, you know, what's, what's spring for you and when you can actually seed versus planting the um, transplants. And yeah. it's, it's really informative. So if you're getting into gardening, that, that'll be a big help for you. Um, and next year you'll be ready to go. So um, as far as food, Paul, what have you been doing for uh, local produce and, and meals? Anything special you want to share? Uh, oh, our, our friend um, Julie, she, um, Julie Foston, she, oh, po- cool. she posted a picture on Instagram um, with the, her like cookie sheet, and she had all different kinds of vegetables rode up so there was um sweet potatoes uh, like a row of sweet potatoes um uh zucchini um the yellow squash the summer squash uh peppers and red onions and brussels sprouts and they were all it, it looked so cool so i ended up like getting all those vegetables and i did the same thing and so good and oh, um, that's awesome and then i made um and then she said that she did uh, a salsa chicken in an Instapot, and I have an Instapot, so then I did the same thing. Like, I, I forgot about that, because I used to make that in a crock pot, and it's really good. So, like, you cook the chicken with salsa, some other spices and stuff, and then when it's done cooking, you shred it up, and you have it with the vegetables. It's so good. You can have it for lunch or dinner. That sounds so, really good. Yeah. So I did that this week. It was really good. Yeah. That's good. She does post her stuff, and it looks. It always does look good. It looks really like artistic and organized. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That she, um, she ended up. Post, she did our chicken too, and then she had like each of her. She got all the food ready for the week, so she had it all in neat containers and everything. But since I'm working from home, I don't have to worry about you know organizing it like that. I just put it together what I'm going to eat. So yeah, but I got it all cooked on now. The do you find? Do you find that you're wasting? So this is a good question because during COVID, I, I'm obviously I'm back to work, not quite full time yet, unfortunately. But you know, I'm, I'd say between uh, you know close to thirty hours a week. So it's it's enough where I found during COVID, I was eating healthy. Don't get me wrong, but I found I was wasting some food because I would I'd get a little lazy because I have like 
yeah, some of the vegetables are chopped, but I'd have to cook some stuff or like I semi food prepped. So uh-huh. now in normal life or as close to normal as what I would ever call it right now, um, I'm prepping my food again and I, I have my container similar, like what Julie, you know, most people I feel like in the fitness industry have a similar kind of way. Like I prep all my food. Yeah. And on the weekend and I have my like chicken, uh, you know, I don't necessarily measure all my vegetables. I don't get too crazy. I do measure my chicken. Like I weigh it. I I weigh my protein for the most part. Um, but as far as vegetables go, I don't, I'm not super anal. I kind of, I've got, I've been doing it for so long. I think I just got used to the amounts that I eat that make me feel full and you know, the nutrients and all that jazz. But, um, what I found now is I'm back to doing that. I'm eating more vegetables again. And it's because I am, it is portioned out for me. And I found during COVID, even though I had all the time in the world, I was like, ah, I don't feel like cooking all that stuff or, oh God, I have to like skin these beets. I'm just not going to have beets in my salad. (laughs) (laughs) Even though they're right there, you know, they're my beets from the garden (laughs) or even worse. They're in a container and things are getting pushed around the fridge and I forget I had something. And like by the end of the week, I'm like, oh shit, like what was that? Because there's like five big containers blocking stuff in the back. (laughs) Where now like, again, it's this organized like, you know, chaos in the fridge instead. But you actually have this like, I have a whole shelf of like organization, you know, oh, all right, here's the, the row of breakfast stuff. Here's the row of lunch or, you know. I do have a big container of chicken because sometimes I'll change proteins, but the meals are ready already. Uh-huh. So it's I've, I've really found that I'm not wasted. So do you find that you waste a little more by setting up or are you still prepping and you're just kind of putting it together as you go? Yeah, I'm putting it together as I go. I haven't – I feel like I've been actually wasting less food because <laughs> I'm, I'm home and then I just eat what's there. Whereas like if I was going into work, I'd put it all in a container and then – you know, I might have some stuff left over or I overcooked on the weekend and stuff. But now, okay. but now I even like, um, I'm able to cook during the week sometimes after work too, because I'm right at home. Whereas before I would cook everything all on, uh, like I go shop it on Saturday and I cook all day on Sunday. So then yep. if, I, if I did that by the end of the week, some of the food might not be that good anymore. Oh yeah, especially if but, you didn't eat it. Fa- yeah. Yeah, but now if I, I cook like on cook something like on a Tuesday or Wednesday, you know, I'm able to spread it out a little more since I'm home. Well, so. and that's the that's the funny thing. It's like I I found the opposite for me, but I guess it's because I'm so used to having the containers of food, and it's like, all right, this is lunch for Tuesday, this is yeah. lunch for Wednesday, like everything's kind of ready to go. And I was home, and I'm like, ah, you know, and I I honestly I'm getting up at four thirty now. Um, because I did, um, I did those PR, my PRP injection in my ankle yesterday and we'll chat about that in a minute, but I usually wake up at four 30 today. I just got up at like five without my alarm, uh-huh. but I, you know, when I was, when COVID happened, I was still getting up around five, five 30, but it was definitely different. And I, I intermittent fast a lot more during work where I found mm-hmm. here, sometimes I would have breakfast like right after the gym. So I'd still be, I guess, intermittent fasting, but you know, I'd eat like at eight, eight thirty. where now I eat closer to like, um, nine or 10, Yeah. usually around, I think 10. Yeah. Between nine and 10. And, um, I found that I'd eat and then I'd kind of pick and then I'd have my lunch, but I wouldn't, I wasn't as hungry. So being in the house and I was doing things, I wasn't just like sitting around watching TV. Like right. I was busy and, but I, it really threw, you know, I'm, I'm me. I need to be structured and on a routine 
and I wasn't not getting things done because I wasn't like I had my list of to do's. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, today I'm going to like finish the raised bed garden and, or like clean the basement. But then it's like three hours goes by and I'm like hammering away doing something. <laughs> and I'm like, shit, I haven't eaten. Track, you know, we're yeah. at work. Yeah, at work. I'm like, okay. Like, it's this time. I have this much time to eat. Or I have to make a shake now before this person's done warming up. Like, it's very structured and it's it's yeah. fast-paced and moving. And I, I know I need fuel because I'm go-go. So it was. it's really been – it's funny that you say you're you're wasting less because I had the opposite experience. But, again, it's it's definitely why – what we're used to, what keeps us structured, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I did have a close call because um, I just made a salad now. And um, I had, like, a, a big, huge thing of spinach leaves. And then – I forgot I had like a, a little um, baggie still with spinach leaves and it was starting to, to turn. It's like, ooh, I didn't, it was like buried under other vegetables. So it's like, oh, I better use this oh, first. You just, <laughs> just caught it. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, so um, there was something I wanted to ask you. Oh, so did you, you did that, did you do that dog run, the animal run for the shelter yep. already? Is that the one we were talking about? Okay. I wasn't sure if that's the one we were talking about or not. Well, well when we talked about it last, I hadn't done it yet. Last podcast. Yeah. Yeah, so you I just did, did do it this, already. Yeah, I just did it this weekend. Okay, um, that's right. Yeah, that's that's right. Um, How did yeah. it go? Uh, <laughs> I did it. <laughs> I think the problem, yeah. I think the the problem is that I um I had an awesome run on Wednesday because I'm doing the couch to 10k and that was the furthest I've run. Like like I did four 15 minute runs with only a minute break in between, so it's like almost like a and it was four miles, so it was like almost running four miles straight. And so then I think and then I just did the race on Saturday, and I don't think my legs are ready for it yet but yeah you were burnt yeah but i still i still did it i i think it was probably i think i did it in 39 minutes it was averaging 13 minute mile or so but so it was like almost 40 minutes but when i did the four miles i did that in 50 minutes and that's with like a five minute warm up walk and a five minute cool down walk. So oh, I almost wow. I almost you did the four miles yeah. faster than I did the three miles, but but I'm happy How I, was I did it. How the weather? It. Was it warm? No, it was perfect. <laughs> I did yeah, it in the well, morning, yeah. no humidity. It was like perfect weather. I know you got a shirt. Did you get a medal too? Yeah, I got a medal. Yep, I posted that cool. online. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, I had yeah, the number. I definitely, yeah, I definitely it's nice to see. I'm happy to see that people are doing like they're sending out the shirts and the medals. It is. It, it's not the same, but it's still something, you know. Um, it's too bad that you can't get like the, like what they did with Drive Outside, where you can't get like some pods together and do stuff like the time. Mm-hmm. Like make it a two day event, and like you just have to run in your pod. It's like you know, if someone's passing you, uh, let's yeah. Just, we know enough about COVID now. If you got people running through the streets and you're making them go at like you know, 15 minute intervals and you, you ask people, all right, so Paul, you know, your average minute, uh, mile, mile. per minute, yeah. uh, minute per mile rather. Um, so if it's like, all right, there's, you know how at some races it'll say like eight minute mile, 10 minute mile, seven minute mile, like you can get yeah. in that area. Yeah. So let, let's say you put yourself in a certain minute mile and they say, all right, we're going to all that we have five pods of seven minute miles. So these five pods are going to go at this time you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I feel like they could do something within like a two day span. So you couldn't do the race in one day if you had a lot of people. 
But if you did like a Saturday and Sunday race, I don't know. It's just. Yeah, it's. it's I think it, I'm really how they organize that. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. You were breaking up a little bit there. <laughs> I know I, I lost you a little too. I'm out, I'm outside and I have my um wa- the Wi-Fi extender so I can go out in the yard and get some fresh air today. But yeah, you can tell it, it is a difference when you're running a race when you're just going by yourself and when you're you get more energized when you're around other people. Oh yeah. But, but you can't really do that right now. <laughs> it's tough to take chances. Sometimes like that. too. Yeah, it, and it's it it really is like. It sucks, but I'm I'm really excited next week to speak to her and see what she has to say, how they organize yeah, it, because it'd be, be nice to even do another one. Yeah. yeah, I mean, even another one with more kids and, you know, or, or a two-day event and see how that goes. Yeah. Um, it, it, speaking oh, of so races, I, wanted... um, I signed up for Gloria Gemma 5K. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. When is that? Uh, October 4th. So that one's a specified mm-hmm. date when you run. I think it's a Sunday. I was like, mm, I can't run that. <laughs> I was like, when is it? I want to do it. Well, that's a good one to do. My, um, I know we talked about this during COVID. I lost a, a real dear friend of mine, um, Michelle, and I lost her to breast cancer. So um, they had help. I talked to her boyfriend, and they had the Gloria Gemma Foundation had really helped her a lot. So I did that um, on the road races on Facebook, yeah. the road race page. Um, I remote, uh, remote, remote races, races for anyone's, yeah, for anyone who's curious about it, you can do a race on your own and just donate and you can put the actual, um, the race that you'd normally run. So let's say you're running Gloria Gemma, you can donate and put their link. So if you want to donate also and do the same race as someone else, you know, if you're, you're just scrolling through and you say, Oh, you know what? Paul's doing Gloria Gemma. I think I want to do that too. Or any other race. If he posts it on remote road races, you can just donate on the link that goes directly to the organization. So you don't have to really, you know, we tried to organize that if people want to just pop on and do that. Um, you know, at some point, it, maybe it'll take off, maybe it won't. It was a good idea. Yeah. And um, But I did do it on there, and I put the Gloria Gemma Foundation for that reason. I'm bummed I can't do it with you, but I just, I got the PRP injection yesterday, which actually went really well. And um, that doctor's awesome. She's super cool. And uh, I, it hurt way less than I thought. I was really a little nervous because okay. the elbow didn't feel good. But it was cool. She had the ultrasound machine. And they spun the blood out. And she showed me. And she's like, oh, we got a lot of plasma. And I'm like, oh, cool. I, I, <laughs> I'm like, it kind of, it's like yellowish, like liquid. It was like floating out of the, like, you could see in the tube. So there's like your blood and then the plasma. Yeah, separated. Like floating. Yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. Um so that went well. It, it hurt a little bit, but it actually, it, I'm in a boot now because they, you know, you're not supposed to put too much, you're not supposed to be super weight bearing for a couple of days. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm kind of moving around the house in the boot, but I'm trying to, the, the, the killer of all this is sitting because of my back, sitting for too long still bothers me. All right. Yeah. But I'm not supposed to be like on my feet too much either. So I'm in the, I'm in the, um, yeah. Right? You find a balance. Yeah. I'm in the uh, zero gravity chair in the yard. Actually, I'm like, this is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the, I honestly, I felt great. She's a really good doctor. Um, you know, I was talking to her after, and she's, she, and I mentioned her before. She's into sports, and uh, well, she's athletic and CrossFit, and you know, I really like to have a doctor who gets it as I mentioned in the last podcast, and I felt like you just feel like they have, like, you know, I, and we've talked about doctors a lot on this show. Like, 
there's doctors who you know they're smart, but they, there's just no connection. And yeah. to me, it's it's an intimate relationship. Like you're dealing with my body. Like you're putting something. Like she put a needle in it. Other doctors cut you. Like if there's something happening to your body, there's an intimacy around that. And and it, it's a trust. And it's like if you don't feel a connection, even if a doctor is great. I don't want to deal with that doctor because I, I feel it makes me feel really uncomfortable to not have someone understand me or or have some kind of compassion or empathy or sympathy to what your situation is. And I really felt like she's really like, you know, we chat. I was a little more quiet than normal yesterday. She's probably like, well, <laughs> well this girl's finally. I mean, I still <laughs> talk, but I was a little nervous. And um, my cat was at the vet and, you know, she has a, a lump and they don't know what it is. So I had some stuff on my mind when I went in and I was a little nervous and um but she, you know, just she's very kind and it didn't hurt like nearly at all. Like the, I honestly, the, the little needle they give you first, like that pinched a little. And then when she got inside, I felt a little, but I was expecting way more pain. And I was like, oh, that was nothing. I got home. It was a little sore last night. Um, I'm in the boot and I went to bed last night and I woke up and it feels way better. And I've been on the couch. I'll take the boot off and like move it around. They said I can do that. And uh-huh. it already feel, I mean, I had arthritis, as I mentioned before in the ankle. Um, sometimes I feel nothing. Sometimes it hurts. I can't tell what's going on right now just because I have, obviously you're going to be sore from it. It's kind of the purpose. They get in there, get that stuff. You get a little irritated and then the plasma and the growth factors go and do their thing. So you know, you, you will get, it's hard. I can't be like, Oh, this worked wonder. I, you know, I can't say yet. And yeah, I get two right. more shots. Two I get more. one on Wednesday next week and one on the following Wednesday. So, you know, then I, I guess I'll know more, but, um, I, I was wanted to share the book I read. It was on the Kindle. So I can't remember if it was free or cheap or I don't think it was that much money. It's called the book on PRP by Nathan Wee, MD. Say that <laughs> 10 times fast. So, um, that'll be in the show notes, Paul, right? So yeah. people can check it out. And it was a really easy read, which I appreciated. Um, it was informative, but it wasn't like overkill. And it explained like a few different studies, which I find interesting when you get to read some statistics and studies. Um, so if, if that's kind of your sweet spot when you learn, if it, like I, I like statistics and studies. Like when I read that kind of sticks with me for some reason, um, where some of the other information that I wish stuck with me doesn't. <laughs> so, uh, but there was really good stuff, like research. There was a study in Italy with um, tennis elbow that it seemed to go really well. And so there was a lot of good information in there. So if anyone's thinking about doing PRP, I'd, I'd check that book out. And of course, read up on it if there's other books you can find. They talk a little bit about stem cells in there, but it's primarily about PRP. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's just something, as we mentioned before, it's it's pretty affordable. I mean, it's not cheap, but it's affordable. You know, there's a difference. Yeah. And um, as far as I know, the FSA does cover that. There's a code. So if you have an FSA and you want to use it, that's one of the reasons I did it, too, because we had an FSA, which I just blew through. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so it's, it's something different. And I'll, I'll keep uh, on the podcast. I'll go. You know, every week or every other week, whenever we podcast, I'll make sure I update you guys on how I'm feeling and, you know, how things are going just to see, it, yeah. you know, if people are curious about it, they can, they have something to gauge on. Cause I will share this last night. My back's been a little weird. Um, I've been doing good. You know, here's what happens. You know, I work at the gym. I'll start doing a little too much, just showing people stuff or moving too much. And I, um, uh, you know, my back doctor said basically go live your life. And one day I tried to do some kettlebell swings. It felt great. No problems. And I did one, um, 
just a few, just kind of like after I worked out, my back felt great. And I felt a little weird, like, and I do, I have good form. I've really tried to perfect it. I went to a training to learn how to do better. You know, I like to think my form is pretty on point, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but I felt a little something in the upper left quadrant, but that's where even after surgery, that was the spot. So I don't know, you know, and I, so I went on YouTube to like, just see other people's experience. And I didn't feel like the people who were giving information the information, like just regular people saying like their experience, like I didn't like, I, I won't say, how do I word this correctly? Not that I didn't like what I was hearing, but I didn't feel like I, there was a lot of relative experience. And I'm like, to me, one guy's like, yeah, I did PT for, uh, he like did PT for almost like six months. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, like they, they released me from PT before my three month mark. <laughs> right. And, I, and that's fine. I'm happy about that. But I'm like, was he really working out? And then the other guy who looked like he was kind of in shape was like, yeah, I haven't been doing all the exercises I'm supposed to do. I'm like, well, he's not going to be a good candidate for me to listen to because I have been doing the exercises I'm supposed to do. I felt better like a week or so ago and I feel like I just irritated something but then I'm like I am working a little more and I because I was feeling better I might have been doing more so you know I, I called a friend who had a similar back surgery or or the same back surgery with the same surgeon and I asked her some questions and uh, I feel like she gave me better information she's like yeah you know it's it, it takes a, a while and some of the other YouTube people I watched were like yeah I felt I felt almost 100% after a year so I was like all right but I get I'm so much more nervous, Paul, than this with this surgery than anything I've ever done. Cause I'm like, oh, it's stiff, it's still stiff. And now I'm walking in the boot. I'm like, is that gonna irritate? Like, I'm like, either I'm being super like, just crazy about this, you know, like neurotic, or or I'm being careful. But I'm like, the doctor's like, you're good. You're not gonna blow your back out. I'm like, then it's like, is it nerve? Is it my nerve still healing? And that, you know, I think the biggest thing is I I have enough information, but I don't know. I can't put feelings to, um, like I can't put words to the feelings I'm having the physical, it's not like pain. It's more like just stiff or like, yeah. like it doesn't, cause people like I called the office and I was like, Hey, is it normal to have some residual pain? And she's like, yeah. And they're awesome over there that my back doctor's office, she's super sweet. And she's like, yeah. And let us know, you know, if it, if it keeps bothering you, we can, we can give you like, they can give you a steroid pack. So that way, if there's any more leftover inflammation and stuff, but I'm like, I don't feel like I need that. But, and that to me feels extreme. Cause I don't hurt. Like, it's not that I don't hurt. It's just like, it's almost so frustrating. Cause it's just like a nagging annoyance more than a, a hurt. Like, is it stiff? Do I stretch it? Should I be doing this? Like, I don't really necessarily feel like I, I know like if what I'm going to do, that's going to make it feel a little better, but it doesn't really hurt. So I'm like, what am I, what should I do to not make it worse or better? And you know, it's just as a trainer, even like, I'm like racking my brain. Cause I'm like, normally I have no problem, like getting, doing something and, and adjusting it, fixing it. And it's weird now. Cause I'm like, Hmm, like, is this something like that's just a nerve or, or is it tissue? Cause I had a surgery, like what did they cut into? And I was trying to like look stuff up. So I think I'm obviously just spinning my own brain in circles probably cause I felt so good. If, like two weeks ago, I virtually felt almost nothing. Uh -huh. So I think cause I felt that I'm like, did I do something wrong? Did I set <laughs> myself back? And I'm like, maybe I'm just doing more at work, you know? And yeah. I'm literally like, I, I feel like I'm neurotic at but, this point, and I, you know. <laughs> well, it's be, between doing more and then plus with your foot, maybe that's kind of throwing something off too. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe in the long run, start, that'll help. <laughs> yeah, I think you know. I think the um, I just that's arthritis, but the the range of motion because of the arthritis is terrible. Yeah, so who knows? Exactly. And, yeah. And 
Yeah, you're right. And I mean, it's just interesting because um, I'm not usually this neurotic about like a tweak or something in my body, but I guess because it's the back surgery, you know, I'm learning, uh, you know, and hopefully we all do in my forties, I'm starting to actually like try to focus a little more on things and understand rather than just be like, all right, feel good. I'm going for it. Things are great. Like, I'm like, all right, what should I do now? I have to take this slow. And even, you know, getting this PRP, I'm like, I want to make sure this works. Like I'm taking this COVID time to heal because I want to race. And, you know, then, then there's a part of me, I wake up, I'm like, wow, I have no back pain at all when I wake up. Like I used to have it every day and it wasn't severe. So I'm like, I feel great. No back pain. When I walk, it doesn't hurt. So it's, it's an improvement. Like yeah. Yeah. When I walk, it doesn't hurt. I'll feel it a little sometimes, but walking doesn't hurt. And I jumped, you know, um, not like jump, jump, but I did a couple like little mini ply. This is before my, um, my PRP injection, but I did a couple little mini like plyometric jump squats in the grass to show a client, to show a boot camp. No pain. No, I don't feel it at all. Where before I, some days I would, some days I wouldn't, you know? Yeah. So I guess that was just my neurotic babble about it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, and honestly, I'm, I am excited about this PRP and this journey, so I'll yep. keep every the listeners posted on that, and uh, if anyone has any questions about what I'm feeling and going through with that. I, I honestly, now that I'm watching the YouTube videos on the back thing, I kind of regret not starting right from surgery doing like a little diary of like progressions in back, because what I'm watching, I'm not getting the answers I'm looking for, and I'm like, man, I wish I did this for other people to have them, uh-huh. so maybe I'll start by... You know, all right, this is my three-month mark. Two weeks ago, I felt a little better, but I did X, Y, and Z. You know, and what are people – because there's other people out there like me who I'm sure feel good and start moving. And if if it wasn't for my trainer that I have, I'd probably be a little worse off because I'd be doing too much. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a good idea to do a journaling. So, yeah. 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 That way yeah, know, and people I mean, help it, other people and stuff too. Yeah, with this especially because I'm a little – I just wish there was people out there – more people and you know I could keep looking at YouTube and seeing that that I guess I I don't feel like I'm relating to a lot of the videos I've watched so it's a little you know I'm like oh man like this guy doesn't he's not giving me good answers for what I'm looking for and this other person's not and you know so I guess it's one of those things where you're like well maybe I should have did this so other people if anyone's more in my shoes more than these other than the other people they're watching on YouTube they I can helpfully help ease their minds a little yeah you know, and I'm probably overthinking it, to be honest with you. But what can you do? Yeah. It's it, it is, you know, at the end of the day, and it, well, anyone who's an extreme person, whether it's you, your extreme sport, like my old extreme was like, oh, you know what? It's a little tweak. I'll, I'm fine. I just need to work through it. Like I'm strong. I'm, I can handle it. And it's not an injury. It's just a little sore. I need to stretch more. You know, that was like pre all these issues. And yep. now I'm like, oh my God, what's the wrong? What is it now? <laughs> it's like the opposite <laughs> end of the spectrum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so it is what it is. I think honestly, it's it's the the worst thing in the world. And anyone who's kind of similar to my personality can relate to this. Is you're feeling good, you're moving, and you don't realize, and then you do things that you probably aren't ready to do or shouldn't do yet, and they don't bother you. But what if they did, and you just didn't know? Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, it's like, I felt fucking awesome after that workout. And like two days later, you're like, what is wrong with me? <laughs> you know, I did all these things. And it's funny because my, my trainer had basically like, he's like, all right, we're going to graduate to this. I'm like, oh, I already started doing these. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, all right, but luckily I went lighter than he put me. <laughs> well, well, 
talking about like the stuff that affects you after it's like when we do the trx like it'll be a couple of days later and i start feeling it <laughs> oh yeah That's... the delayed onset muscle soreness yeah yeah <laughs> it could it's... be something like that it's funny too because with the TRX it's so passive when you know some other things you're doing them and you feel the burn like yeah. really bad I feel like TRX sometimes you don't really feel the burn as much and then a couple days later like when you get that de- uh, delayed onset muscle soreness you're like Jesus did <laughs> yeah, this really exactly. happen from TRX <laughs> you know that's one of the things that's a fascinating piece of equipment like I let I got certified in that because I was really fascinated in it and I found that when my back went out in 2014, I did pretty much only that and like cardio and I never lost any strength and I felt like it really helped my back, my stability, it helped my core a lot. But same as what you just said, I remember like, you know, a couple of days after I'd get that delayed onset muscle soreness and I'm like, this didn't feel that hard when I was doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's not like when you're doing like something either you know, uh, something he- you're lifting heavy and you're like, whoo, that was a, that's going to burn in a couple days. You know, yep. you don't feel that way with TRX. You're like, whoo, that was a nice class. I feel good. Yeah. And then you're like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> damn you, TRX. <laughs> yeah, because, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's from TRX because you knew that that's like the muscles that you were working, whatever part oh, is hurting yeah. on you. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah so I um I'm I'm hoping that Paul the next race that maybe November or December the next 5K you do I'm hoping I can join you. Yeah, actually I'm doing. I did just this is breaking news at the spur of the moment thing. I signed up for. I I'm a. I'm a nightmare before I run 5K. <laughs> it's like is a, that a Halloween run? Yeah, yeah. It's like it has like um. It looks like the Nightmare Before Christmas logos. The metal looks so cool, and I <laughs> love that movie and everything. So, so I signed up for that too. But I don't know too many details for that. Oh, but, you'll have to send them, put them out on the podcast or um, like the show notes, or send me them too because I'd love to check it out. If it's, you know, I also don't want to rush rush running, but I would love to get out and do one with you. Yeah, so these are starting to come in. But I think there's like a Star Wars one that somebody sent me a. Uh, Back to the Future kind of theme one. So the oh, that's perfect. Yeah, so like, yeah, exactly. So I'll probably do that one too. <laughs> so now there's like all these um, virtual runs are like coming out like crazy now. So yeah, so I'll be putting those out. I'll update the remote road races page too. So oh, definitely, and find out which one. Like, if there's um, a benefit you're really like passionate about. Find out, Paul. Maybe we can get a couple people from the gym to do. Like, you know, honestly, yes, we can't get a hundred people going. But if there's like ten of us outside and we're not up each other's ass, and like, especially if you if you have some people are, that are in your circle that you're like breathing around and, and sitting with, and mm-hmm. you know, so on and so forth. Um, if we can get like ten people and, and just kind of keep everyone separate, you know, it's kind of like the boot camp in the park. I I had you know. 15 18 people no one's on you got like Karina and Jess who are best friends and they're always together they they're next to each other I got Mm -hmm. a couple married couples who come and they're next to each other so if you could keep people I mean let's face it if you're outside and you're running you're not going to be with the same like it's highly unlikely unless you're on top of people that you're gonna get it if you're outside and separate you know yeah yeah so I think we could safely say we could do it safe. We could do like a 10 person race 
and be safe Please. about it and yeah. not have every, and yeah and everybody's different speeds and quite frankly yeah. I don't mind I wouldn't even mind running in a mask because I ran with that stupid altitude training mask years ago and I kind of like the torture to be honest <laughs> <laughs> there might be something wrong with me, maybe I'll wear that <laughs> No, honestly, I don't even mind wearing a mask and running. It wouldn't bother me that well, much. Well, now, like, now that it's getting cooler out, too, I think when this first happened, it was in March, and it was still cool out, and I started off wearing yeah, a mask. Yeah, you used to run with your mask. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's doable. Yeah, I think that maybe keep me posted on one, maybe if there's one in November or December that you really you're, you got your sight set on, and maybe we yeah. can gather up some people and – and kind of make like a ten-person event about it, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, because you know how and, and it is it, when you sign up for a race, then all of a sudden you get a bazillion emails for other races. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I'll find some more. Were you? Are you on the Athlinks app? I mean, the um, like the website. Oh, uh, I don't know what that is. So Athlinks, it's like they a lot of the chips, the chips that you wear in races are hooked up to that website. Oh. Uh, so if if you go on it. If you're not on it, go on, put your email in, like register. And if you have your name in there and, and your information, you might be able to find some of your races in there, you know. Oh, okay. So I went on every now and then. So I got my PRP and I, I'm in this like weird fantasy world yesterday sitting on the couch. I'm like, oh, I can't wait till I can race again. And I'll go on. <laughs> this is really, I'm telling a really weird secret here. It's kind <laughs> of bizarre. No, it's really not. Any athlete would do the same thing. I get on my athletes and I'm like, and I'll look at like some of my really good times, and I'm like, yeah, I remember that race. That was f it's like my like race porn, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> it's race porn. And I'm like, ooh, that was a good one. Oh, that girl whooped my ass in that race. Do you know what I? I so this is a, a funny thing. My best tough scrambler time. So I won first place twice in that, and second place once. Uh -huh. My best my best time was when I was in second place. Oh, really? Wow. I bet you it was because that girl was so, so much faster fast. than me, and I tried to keep up, and then I, <laughs> like, I don't know if I was just going, like, I don't know how that, so that race, that, and it, you know, Paul, you did the Tough Scrambler, it's a 5K obstacle race, and it's pretty gnarly, there's some, definitely some gnarly obstacles, and there's yeah. some pretty good uphill trails, and my best time on that was, like, 32 minutes and change, um, and I was like, holy friggin' shit, like, that is... It was a fast 5K obstacle. Yeah. And that was when I was second. And I'm like, Jesus, like that girl, either she motivated me or I just had, I do remember I felt good that year. I had no issues. The year after when I thought I was going to actually, I don't usually get too competitive against women, but I think it's because in the beginning she was super nice to me. And then at the end I was like, wow, you whooped my ass. And then she got like, she was a little snotty. And so Ooh. then I'm like, oh, she's a snot. <laughs> you know what? Next year I'm going to try and beat her. So I'm, I tr that's when the altitude training mask and everything came out. and um, But I ended up pulling a hamstring. Not a bad pull, but it was a, a, enough of a, a kind of a strain that um, I felt it. And I would do acupuncture. And it, it wasn't bad where I felt like I was going to injure myself in the race. But I there was something wrong in the body, is that, if that makes sense. So, you know, I acupunctured it. It felt better. But I, I was slower that race. I felt faster. But she wasn't there anyway. Uh, but um, that I had a good race though, and it was interesting because I'm I'm sitting there looking at my race porn last night, and I'm looking <laughs> at some of my other race times, and my fastest 5k was my first 5k ever. <laughs> oh wow! And it was with my friend who's a runner, who told me, and I quote, 
why don't we do this together? We can just like jog together and chat. It'll be really fun to run through Providence. This bitch takes off. I shit you not. I think she started with like a six and change minute mile, her oh, first Jesus. mile. And I'm trying to keep up with her. And, you know, we're going to get a little graphic here. And all you racers and athletes, don't, don't be sitting at home going, ew, because you know the shit's happening to you. <laughs> so most people, when they really push themselves, puke after. Or a lot of people puke after. Uh-huh. Um, I usually just get dizzy and my ears pop. Like after my scrambler races. But after my first 5K, I had to I had to run into the porta potty and shit. Because I ran so hard. <laughs> it was so bad. I'll never forget it. And I remember running with her. So this other girl I used to run with who was way faster than me, we used to just run for fun and chat. And I liked running with her because she's faster than me. So I always have to push to keep up with her and talk. And um, we'd run like eight. We Once a week we'd go run and, and do eight miles. And then once a week we'd go run and do like five. So I ran with her a couple times a week. Her, her name was Melissa. And um, – she was way faster than me all the time. Well, I ran with this girl, Vicky, who I thought we were a friend of mine. I thought we were just going to chill and jog. And, dude, she fucking runs so fast. I I couldn't believe it. Like, how I felt awful after. I crapped. Like, thank God not in my pants. <laughs> and then I'm looking for Melissa, who I think is over the finish line. I turn around, and she's coming in behind me. I'm like, there's no fucking way I beat this girl. And Because I was trying to keep up with a friend oh, the one, yeah. basically – like totally told me such a fib that we were going to run together and look at the city and chat. <laughs> like that is not what happened. <laughs> Needless to say. <laughs> but so that all, all these memories came back looking at race porn. So if you are not on that Athlink site, I had like, I was thinking about it and I was like, wow, remember like, you know, and it's kind of, I got a little sad because of the, some of the stuff I'm going through and like, I can't, I'm not quite ready yet but it also made me feel good and I was motivated because I'm like you know I'm like I'm gonna be able to do this stuff again like this is not the end of it and you know I'm sitting here in the boot because I'm putting myself first and I'm spending the time the money and the effort to get better and you know these races are just a reminder of how much fun I had and I still want to have and you know, it, it's, it, it, you know, because anytime you're doing something like that, you can put yourself, you can go either direction. You can either fall into a depression and like break open a bottle of wine and like not leave the house. Or you can just, I can, I was sitting there, I'm like, you know, I'm, and I was drinking my seltzer water, eating a healthy dinner, not drinking wine and eating pizza. <laughs> um, but I couldn't, you could go in either direction. And yeah. I was like, you know, I'm like, this is, I'm feeling good, like about how much effort and energy I'm putting into this. Like, even if I, I'm never, where I was at one point I'm also not going to be I'm not the same age I'm smarter now I'm more careful you know and that's something coming from a a person who's caught a few good injuries and you know just had some problems due to like one injury turned into a bunch of different injuries and you know as an athlete who plans on doing my sport again you have to really just take a deep breath and, and go there's a reason for this and I think I'm putting my pot like I'm, I'm positively trying to do the right thing and be good at this and, you know, and be a good example of my clients and like, Hey, look, you know, I have to slow down. I have to do this. I have to heal. And I'm willing to spend my time, money, energy, effort, everything into getting better. And, you know, I felt like a, a, a feeling of satisfaction after just sitting there looking at that stuff. Cause I'm like, you know, I'm doing this right. So whatever the outcome is, it's going to be good. And that's where I left it, you know, and then I shut the computer from my race porn and <laughs> called it a day. So 
you know, and hopefully you'll get on the race porn site and you can look at some of your times and just go, I remember that race. I'm sure you're on there because it picks, it finds races for you because it found a lot of races that I don't even remember doing. And the times were really long. So I knew I did them with clients like who hadn't, who it was their first time. And I'm not saying, I'm just saying you can, I can tell by what times were what that I'm like, oh, I must've ran this with like a new runner. Cause I, I've taken, you know, I was thinking about that too. And I, I was feeling a satisfaction. I've taken a lot of people on their first, like people who weren't runners on their first 5k. And I'm like, it feels good. I'm like, I don't care that this literally took like, you know, 54 minutes. Like someone, someone never ran in their life and they ran with me or this was 44 minutes. And I was like, wow, like I wonder who that was. Or I did remember some of the people, mm -hmm. some of them I didn't remember. Cause I, I worked in Dartmouth too, you know, but it was a really cool, it was a cool thing. So I, Paul, you know, I definitely invite you to get on it. It's, it's called Athlink. So most of the chips well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say most, I, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, whoever's listening, but a lot of the chips are on attached to that site. Cause it's like a race. It's like how you register for races, I guess. Oh, that's so cool. So check it out. Yeah. Never heard yeah of that. So, yeah. but yes, now that I'm done yeah. babbling about race porn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, we should probably start wrapping things up, but yeah, if you have any race stories like that you definitely let us know have any of you crapped your pants while you were running i've heard that people have done that <laughs> especially marathons and stuff yes i've heard that too in marathoners man right yeah. or crapped on somebody's lawn remember that lady she used to crap on somebody's lawn <laughs> like i just want to meet her and be like why like, just talk to me i want to know you i want to understand you why would you stop at the same person's lawn every day on your run and shit on it and she didn't even know the person like we just need to if that lady is listening we want you on our podcast why do you shit on that person's lawn every run <laughs> We need to find her. I'm going to Google her and invite her on the show. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome, awesome. Paul. Yeah. yeah and, and that, and if anybody has any race porn or any, uh, <laughs> any, um, any other gardening stuff, I'm really trying to get hype on this. I'm excited about the gardening this year. So any other food suggestions that they need, um, you know, meal suggestions with some of the food they have left. I'll whip mm -hmm. it up right on the show. You ask me and I'll know it. Yeah. Because I, I love whipping food up on the spot with what you have in front of you. Yep. Um, awesome. All right. That sounds good. So uh, you want to tell people how they can reach you? Yeah. So I'm Ajoy Lifestyle on Instagram. I um, I have a closed account on Instagram. Just so just follow me. But uh, my I think I opened my Facebook back up. Cause I'm going to be throwing some, uh, new yoga. Remember the, uh, the Corona yoga I used yep. to do. I'm going to be throwing one of those live videos out here and there on, over the weekends for people. Cause I know a lot of my peeps are still at home and you know, I was thinking about it the other day and I was feeling bad that there's a lot of people I'm missing their faces at the gym and, um, you know, I'm sure they miss us too. So I, I want to start throwing out some more Corona yogas. So if you guys did are familiar with Corona yoga, I try to make it all levels, but it wasn't just yoga. It was a lot of core. So it was, you know, all levels, you do what you can. It's about a half an hour, 40 minutes. And I'd like to just start doing that a couple of times a month just to get people feeling good. I know the people who are really nervous about coming back to the gym, you know, I can't blame you. But um, I want to engage with you from afar and hopefully inspire you to keep yourselves moving and keep healthy, okay? So that's okay. Facebook. That's open. Okay, sounds good. All right, and then you can find me um, on Instagram. 
Facebook, Twitter under the road the Road Runner. That's R H O D E Runner, and you can email me at the Road Runner One. That's the number one at gmail.com. And I think that'll wrap up thing up things this week. And then we'll have yes. um, I guess next week. So I'll be cool. Yeah, Shannon Rosea, we'll have her next week. That sounds good. All right, so until next time, we'll see you all on the road. Bye.